Gary that old chestnut. Which is better, X or Y? Also, a Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, the Dr. James Harvey of this podcast. I'm your co-host, Jordan, the Brian Denton of this podcast. And I'm your also host, Kevin, the the Virginian of this podcast. Wait, what? What are what are yours? I'm not up to date on my Bill Pullman knowledge. I basically just know that he was in Independence Day and my movie choice, which was Casper the Friendly Ghost. Uh, he was in a made-for-TV movie called The Virginian, wherein he played the title character, The Virginian. Is it just like one of those one-man shows where they kind of stick him in where a black he, box theater? Where he has sex he just, with a goat? Yeah, and then talks about being a Virginian and how that's relevant. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought it was the TV version of uh, the 40-year-old virgin. No, that's the 40-year-old oh, version. No, no, no. You're thinking of the Virginian. You're thinking of Virgin Mobile. You're thinking of Virgin Airlines, which I've still never flown in my life. You're thinking of riding Virgin Airlines to the Virgin Islands. You're thinking of being a virgin, riding Virgin Airlines to the Virgin Islands to... Uh, Your flight left from Virginia. Let me help you out Dang it, here. thank you, yeah. Let me bail uh, that, you out. Well, every day of my life. Um, uh, <laughs> Brian Denton is uh, the king of New York in uh, Newsies. Oh, yeah, that's true. I just went ahead and went with Ghost Dad because after um, uh, at Kakafta, uh, when um, he was the guest speaker and somebody asked him what it was like working with a ghost. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> oh, okay. I identified him that way. When you're in the Virgin Islands, you drink a brand of gin called Ver. I, I thought you were going to go with like a, a virgin, um, whatchamacallit. What's yeah, that, that would have been better, but instead of. I went with Virgin. Oh yeah, gin. The, <laughs> that's the brand. A, that's the, one half vermouth, one half gin. That's right. <laughs> a oh, it's delicious. Uh, um, what what is vermouth? What does it taste like? I don't like know. Jordan's wine, the alcoholic. I believe uh, fi- it's what. It's like a sweet wine. I think. Yeah. Let me Ooh, check on that. Speaking of which, just yeah, it's a fortified idea. wine. First, for, for some idea juice, just before this podcast, I drank wine mixed with sake. So, red Wait, wine what did and... what did you drink to get that idea though? <laughs> uh, I was stone cold sober, and I said, "What is the quickest way stone I can co- get stone cold Steve, Steve sober?" I'm stone cold Steve I Austin. Murdered that <laughs> stone cold Steve sober. Steve Silver, who's sober. That should be um, a sobriety test. Ask him to say stone cold Steve sober. Say. <laughs> Bitter Brian bit a bit of Betty's brain. Oh wow! Is that is that a zombie film? Uh, yes. Is that the plot of Love Actually? Or it's uh, what was the name of that Shakespeare reboot? Love warm 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 bodies. Yes. Uh, that would have been so much better if it was starring Jesse Eisenberg. Speaking of dead people in movies, though, uh, if you think about the plot of Casper, it's the most depressing thing ever. Uh, the the ghost talk this dad into killing himself because being a ghost is so awesome and he abandons his daughter to just like go be a ghost guy with like a fat dude and a smelly one to, and a i mean one. to be to be honest though that is all of our dreams that daughter is probably better if her father was willing to just ki- kill himself 
to get away from her and become a ghost, she's probably better off not having him as a father. That's true. So I, he just comes home and he's like, we're going to have Tom Collins for dinner. Uh, speaking of daughters, I went to see Night Vale Live recently, and it was excellent, and um, uh, Matilda was in it. Mara uh, Wilson. Who? Matilda, from Matilda. What? From Matilda fame. You know, the girl who played Matilda in the movie Matilda. What movie? Matilda. I've never seen it, nor heard of it. Oh, no, no. Uh, uh, really? Really. You, it's a it's a biopic of Tilda Swinton. The whole title oh. is Matilda Swinton. Exactly. She was fantastic in uh, Grand Budapest Hotel as a uh, 90-year-old woman. Dies in, which that isn't spoiling much. It's in all the previews. Kevin, did you see uh, Grand Budapest Hotel yet? Before everybody else, baby. Dude, uh, you know I it? also saw a screener. Did you um, love it? I did. It was awesome. I really Dude, I also it. loved it. Do we all do we all love it? Can we agree on that? All I right, think... success. All right, motion passed. Um We quorumed, yeah. guys. Should we need... should we disagree <laughs> on things? We... No, we should yeah. we should just Let's stop the podcast, the podcast now. <laughs> now um, that we've agreed on something. Yeah, like, I... this is the final episode. I still need to see Bottle Rocket and and Rushmore. Um, I just need to see Rushmore. Rushmore awesome. is yeah. the most awkward movie I've ever seen in my life. Well, I was going to say, the only the only uh, um, Wes Anderson film that I have seen to date that I have not enjoyed was Darjeeling Limited. Darjeeling, uh, you my need to watch one. multiple times. Or have two brothers. Um, yeah, that helps too. Two uh, brothers who are completely from different from you. Hey, that wait, and helps. really love imperialism. I would love a plumber to come to my house and fix my plumbing whose name was Two Brothers. <laughs> and then he would like what probably if he was like, also play... a uh, tuba player. I was say- ah frick, dang it! I was just gonna say that. Uh, Jordan, now the plot of Rushmore is about um, the main nope. character nope. who has a red hat nope. um, being courted <laughs> for different fraternities, right? No. Oh, wait, by Bowser. No. Nope. Yeah, uh, from Shanana. Um, no, all right. it's about Jason Schwartzman, who's a high school student, and his older friend, Bill Murray, who both fall in love with the same kindergarten teacher. See, that's what I can't... Uh, I can't... Um, it's unrealistic to believe that anyone would choose anyone over Bill Murray. Right. Right. And also, Jason Schwartzman, I just can't picture as a high school student ever, so I can't suspend my discipline I can't picture him as not a high school student. <laughs> I can't picture him. Uh, well, I can't. I'm I can't picture him not slamming Natalie Portman in that really awkward prelude to Darjeeling Limited. That ruined I can't the movie him for not me. Slamming a beer because I was just like, "What? Like, what does this have to do with anything?" I can't picture him not playing the drums on the theme song to the OC. Uh really? California. Oh, that's right, because he's also Coconut Records. <laughs> um. All right, that, so, that show well, is about this, the Spider-Man villain, right? This has been the the longest intro, so let's go ahead and get started. As you, it wasn't so much an intro; it was just it was pretty weak. It was just, it was free just association. A, I hope this isn't a sign of uh, how this whole episode is going to go. This <laughs> comedy free we association. Re- Beep, bop, boop, ba, da, bow. <laughs> so of course that means scat. <laughs> when a psychiatrist brings you in and asks you to do some free assessment. Yeah, exactly. He's just, just asking some, you to, uh, to scat whatever comes to mind. 
when he shows you a picture or or just like beat poet it you know and just be like do you see what i see be in the sky bees on the honey in the money sunny days are coming for you and me sleazy man in the alley cat 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 jazz cat boobity boop bop scowl so don't drink uh wine and sake I think it's what we've established. This is going to be a real bad episode, guys. <laughs> we are recording much later than we usually do. Uh, I just got back from Grove City, and boy, are my arms tired. Uh, and thank uh, you to joke, everyone. That old joke never gets old. It never gets old, um, <laughs> despite it being called an right, old, old joke. joke it's yeah. it's quite the paradox. Uh, thank you to everyone who came up to um, buy books from me while I was selling books with my press uh, up in Grove City. Uh, really appreciate that. Uh, anyone who came to my lectures, but more than anything, thank you to um, the folks who came up and said that they listened to the show and they enjoyed it and asked me what I was doing and told them that I was editing last week's episode. <laughs> hey, guys, thanks for lying. We really appreciate it. So thank you so much uh, for that. Uh, but let's go ahead and get started with our Would You Rather podcast where we take submissions by you, the listener, and each week hash them out here on the show. Uh, to find a victor. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Also, I did have the Taco Bell breakfast, and their AM Crunch Wrap with hash browns in it is delicious. Hey, you're not uh, dead. It's true. I I'm tried well. It, so. it hasn't been 24 hours yet. Uh, our first question comes from. Did you get a waffle from... taco with it? No, I didn't. <laughs> what? Oh, my... that's the best thing. They're my favorite indie band right now, though. Waffle, waffle taco. taco. <laughs> uh, our first question comes to us from Tolia Bragan. Thank you so much, Tolia. Our Russian correspondent who wants to know National Treasure versus Tomb Raider. Go. Versus Tomb Raider. And I'm guessing so, this can be approached uh, through a number of lenses. Which is more entertaining? Uh, which would you rather live out? Uh, Etc. Which is the better film, seeing that they're both films? Which is the better video game? Is there a National Treasure video game? Nicolas Cage versus Angelina Jolie, eh? Yeah, that's a cage match if I've ever heard one. Cage. Oh. Huh? Um, cage did you guys runs. play the original uh, Tomb Raider game? I tried to. I had it on our old PC um, that uh, like could just barely run a calculator. Uh, and I didn't understand. I Well, I didn't know if it was a problem with the computer that it was super laggy and you like couldn't go in diagonals or if that was just kind of how the game worked. Have they put diagonals in the Laura Croft games yet? Um, yeah, I know they had a whole lot of polygons. Yeah, but you have to um, you have to do a, a Saban suplex before before you get to it. Next That's true. Has anyone played the new Laura Croft game? Uh, no, I, I I've hear been it's pretty good, to, and I missed out on it when it was free on PlayStation Plus. Didn't so. yeah, Square Enix bought that franchise. That's a thing. Yeah. yeah, and they make such quality games as Final Fantasy XIV and Final Fantasy XIV 2. And 15. Don't forget 15. And, 14 and, 2 is not a thing, but 13 3 is. Oh, yeah, that's I, true. I, uh, I'm i playing 13 2. It's, and it's decent. 10, 1 and 2. I've owned 13 2 for well over a year now and still have not taken it, taken it out of its plastic shrink wrap. So this is quickly becoming a podcast for fans of video games and numbers. Um, you don't have to be a fan of both. Uh, we're just going to keep listing off the two of them. Um, had anyone seen the 
Laura Croft movies with Angelina Jolie. Oh, goodness, no. And now, it is that her first name is Angelina, her middle name is Joe, and her last name is Lee. Correct? And she's related to Stanley <laughs> of the Stanley parable. Uh, oh, shoot. I didn't realize that Stanley was the son of Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, there's that old... Um, that old story that, you know, has floated around different conventions and things like that about how Bruce Lee really wanted Stan to take up a life of, of fighting. Um, but Stan was too weak. He had like really um, a lot of air in between his bones and joints and stuff. <laughs> uh-huh, yep. And it made him real bad at martial uh-huh. arts. And so instead he was like, Dad, I'm going to channel your energy into this drawing that i'm gonna do Can we just... and his dad was like no there's there's there needs to be boxes and that's how the comic was invented because he put boxes around his drawings can we just turn this into a podcast where tyler describes how he thinks human anatomy goes <laughs> can we just turn then, this into a podcast and then where people think and then magic binds your bones together so that they don't fly apart no, you don't want to get too much air between your joints, so you can't move real good. Oh, That's shit. like why cracking your knuckles makes oste- osteoarthritis. You nailed it, buddy. Um, I don't. Well, I don't National think. Treasure does have uh, the advantage of being one of the greatest movies of all time. I mean, where else are you going to see Nicolas Cage? Stealing, not only stealing the Declaration of Independence, but talking about how much he needs to steal the Declaration of Independence, and then uh, covering the back of it with lime uh, and putting it in an oven. Stealing is the right term you're looking for. I think reappropriating on behalf of America. <laughs> that is true. I forgot that we elected Nicolas Cage, <laughs> our representative. <laughs> our, our representative, not in Congress or anything. He's just our representative. It's true. If, Anything he does is on behalf of America. Yeah. If anybody's like, oh, man, I wonder what the American people think. Let me go ask dirty Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that's why he uh, bravely represented us when we decided to go and sell guns to all of those uh, other countries around, now, uh, around you know the world. What's, oh, you know what's really interesting about this question? I'd love to hear it. Uh, you know who the father of the main character in National Treasure and the father of Laura Croft? Do you realize it's the same oh, person? Oh, shoot. Yeah, you're oh blowing my, my mind right They're now. both John Voight. It's Mr. T... John Voight. <laughs> right. John Voight. <laughs> that is... So, are you saying that these universes are probably connected? No, I'm saying that... Uh, or are Nicholas you saying Cage? these actors really are probably connected? I gotta look at oh. what Nicolas Cage's character's name is. What is that guy's name? Uh, ben uh, Gates. Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, <laughs> ben, ben Gates, Gates and Laura Croft are brother and sister. No! Oh, no! They're the same person! <laughs> ben Gates gets a sex change... And then he's oh, like, yeah. oh, man, I need some adventure in my life. I need to go to, like, Machu Picchu or something like that. Uh, Where they require you to get a sex change. Right. Here's the problem. Uh, in order to go there. The problem with National Treasure is that people think that it's, like, actual history. And they're like, yeah, we're, you know, we're going to show this in our eighth grade history class because it's going to somehow elevate the human race. Whereas now, everybody do you mean knows... that they think that... Nicholas Cage stealing the Declaration of Independence and like finding an Egyptian tomb is part of history, yeah. or just that? Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Abraham Franklin made a pair of 3D glasses as a part of U.S. history. Yep, all of it. No, but at least with with Tomb Raider, 
everybody knows that they're just going to see Angelina Jolie's giant lips and see how much they make her Oh, stoop. her giant lips. Okay. Yeah, because like... Or hips. And to see like, oh, yeah, that's that's what happens. That's how gravity takes hold of your lips when they're that big and they make you stoop. And then you get uh, scoliosis. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, uh, it's, it's advantage... It's so disappointing how many children are ad- Advantage National Treasure... Uh, you get the national treasure that is Sean Bean to appear oh, in, yeah. your, in your film slash life. Well done, Geitz. Well done. What has did either of you see National Treasure two? Like, I yeah, did absolutely. I actually, I actually well, like both of those movies. I like, will see any movie that Ed Harris is in. That's just that's a light. That's a fact of life for me. I love Ed Harris. You like the Abyss? Um, what's that? You like the Abyss? Uh, yeah. That's a good movie. Come on. I like it. It's Give it up. Movie. Is is the plot of National Treasure 2 that he needs to like steal the Declaration of Independence one last time? I as can't remember. It involves picking uh, one of the Mount Rushmore guys' noses. And... Well, what happens is what happens is Ed Harris comes out with this startling discovery that Ben Gates's ancestor was involved in the plot to assassinate Lincoln. Oh, oh shoot. yeah, Bill Gates. Which for some reason completely discredits every single thing that Ben Gates has done in life. He's like, oh, one of your ancestors did something bad. That means that you're a criminal and we're going to have to kill you and burn you at the stake. And also, like, take your hot girlfriend wife and your manservant guy that drives around in a Porsche. We're going to have to kill them too. Or at least, like, scrape their brains out through their nose. That's true. Was it? Was that, this I got. Like I got all that right. right? Mummification society. Yeah. Um. The, the the EMS. Whoops. That's not what that is. Uh, we... That is a disadvantage of Laura Croft Tomb Raider. Uh, whereas, well, I guess they're both raiding tombs uh, to a degree. So the biggest disadvantage of National Treasure, as far as I'm concerned, is the character of Riley. Who is the most annoying character in cinematic history? Is that the daughter? No, that's Justin Bartha's character. Yeah, but contrast that with the really annoying. He's character like the, the 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 hyperactive comedic sidekick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, contrast that though with the really annoying character of Tomb in Tomb Raider. Oh yeah, that Tomb always yeah. playing zany little pranks. Like, yeah, oh, so gonna put like... some spikes here. Maybe oh. a skeleton. Hello, Laura. Perhaps you would like this giant door to fall on you. That's like you, a German Chinese You're thinking of the room person. raider, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. MTV goes take that. Where oh, hot, hi, sex, Mark. hot sexy co-eds redesign each other's rooms. And it's like, oh, no. My favorite chair is gone. You know. Um. Now, what is Laura Croft trying to do in Tomb Raider? Is she, is it like an Indiana Jones type scenario? Does it belong in a museum? She's or trying is to raid she tombs. trying to get rich, or is she just in it for the love of the tomb? <laughs> uh, I'm looking over <laughs> the movie plot line, and it's something about the Illuminati and. Well, the game. Oh no, that's when uh, she goes to the library and does a whole lot of research. And writes a bunch of like dates and numbers on papers uh, from those books and pins them on her wall to figure out the Illuminati. That's uh, Laura Croft Tome Raider. <laughs> all right, uh, we're not doing this. Well, the game <laughs> we already the... did all of these jokes in an earlier episode. <laughs> um, the the plot of the callback, Jordan. It's the... a comedy thing. <laughs> the plot of the game was. 
play the entire game to see when you actually get to shoot the guns that Lara Croft has, and the answer is never. Like, she has guns in it, and you're like, and then nobody shows up ever. You're just, like, running around an abandoned temple. You're like, oh, maybe somebody's get- Nope. Oh, maybe. Nope. Oh, okay. I guess it's just nothing. There's just nothing there. It's just a I bunch of birds. Can use, I think you can use the guns on, like, skellies. Skeletons. Yeah. What? There's no, no, in the, in the O-Ridge, in the original Tomb Raider, there was nothing. I don't think so. We'll have to ask, um... BookieSkeletonPicks.tumblr.com and see if they have any any pictures. But we need to take a vote on this one. Um, Kevin, which are you going to go with? Tomb Raider or National Treasure? You know what? I got to go with National Treasure uh, because of its alternate title, Natty Treasure, where, uh, where Nick Cage just drinks a bunch of Natty Ices. And then that's the whole movie. Jordan? And the treasure was the fun time he had. Uh, I'm gonna go with Laura Croft because in the movie Laura Croft Tomb Crater, uh, Tomb Crater, Tomb Crater. <laughs> Laura I found tomb this great crater. tomb. No, it's just it's just a crater. Uh, in that movie, Daniel Craig is her like sidekick character. Oh yeah, he's and great. that sounds pretty. I-, I would love to have Daniel Craig be my sidekick. Yeah, but uh, if, I... you, if you can't afford Daniel Craig, you can just get his Hispanic counterpart, which is Manuel Craig. <laughs> and I am going to go ahead and go with National Treasure uh, because I think that Nicolas Cage is the true National Treasure. And anything <laughs> that he's in, I will watch it and I will watch it on repeat. So thank you so much for your question, Tolia. And next time you have to choose between National Treasure or Tomb Raider, go ahead with National Treasure. You're going to be glad you did. Our next question comes to us from Jordan Koshai. Thank you so much, Jordan. See, I told you you listened to the show. Uh, who wants to know Christopher Nolan versus Christopher Walken. Go. Walken tall or Nolan and Bolin? Ryan. Nolan and Ryan. Uh, now remind me. Who's Christopher Nolan? He is the director of the Batman trilogy. Didn't he also write them? And by write them, I mean adapt them from the Batman comic series, The Long Halloween. No, um, he and his, well, he and his oh, brother. Oh, he he's the writer of them. the short Doodlebug, <laughs> um, as he, well as the screenplay Memento. He wrote and them with Inception. With yeah. And now Interstellar. Which I is like, I like Christopher Nolan. Did I have a little Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, he's in Interstellar. Uh yeah, Kevin. I don't know if this has flown by you, but in the past year, Matthew McConaughey had a career transformation where he went from guy in rom coms with his shirt off into most wanted actor in Hollywood. Yeah, I yeah, s- it's I don't like uh I don't agree Kafka with metamorphosis type thing. Apparently between Dallas Buyers Club and uh True Detective, he is now the hot stuff. Well, he now, did Now True Detective uh... is a direct sequel to True Grit, right? No, uh, like we have to find out who it was that had grit. No, it's you're <laughs> thinking of True Detective. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, it's just a, a, it's about Trudy, who Trudy is an e-tective, uh, which is a detective Trudy. who looks up things on the internet. Why can't? Why isn't there a woman named Trudy Tective? 
I can see oh, if that tumbler is available. <laughs> um, I like Christopher Nolan because you know what you're getting. You're always gonna yeah, get yeah. You're getting a wom. You're it's always gonna get it's a wom com. <laughs> Alfred, what's his face? Um, Michael oh yeah, Caine. that's right because he did uh, the pre- Prestige or yeah. the cast of Batman Does Magic. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're always gonna get some Michael Caine. You're always gonna get some Christian Bale. You're always going to get some cocaine. Christopher Nolan. Uh, Christopher Nolan always comes with Christopher Nolan. You're always going to get Ken Watanabe buying the airline. I bought the airline. (laughs) And I was like, I bought the airline. I bought the airline. (laughs) I I bought the Fraulein. (laughs) Well, that's illegal. You, You brought the Fraulein? You uh, brought the foul he, line? Is this like is this her, baseball? Herr Jordan has unbinder full of foul lines. <laughs> he, he got the Republican nomination. Uh, well, Christopher Walken won. He's been in such hit films as uh, Wedding Crashers. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that Tyler's <laughs> desperately trying to keep this on tap. It's true. With, with facts. Let's just read facts about things. He's No, he's also just a really va- versatile actor. He's an like, Academy he is, Award winning actor. He's hilarious. Uh, he's done musicals. He's been in Hairspray. He's been in Seven Psychopaths. Uh, you still haven't mentioned what man, he won an Academy Award for. What? Jiggly? No, Deer Hunter. Kangaroo Jack. Kangaroo Jack. No, the Deer Hunter. I thought that was a, a video game where you just like hunt deer. <laughs> yeah, or maybe it's that. Oh no, it's when it's like the deer strike back. What if a deer had a gun and hunted rednecks? What if what if they made Starring an arcade for walking? What if they made an arcade game of the deer hunter where you just play Russian roulette and it's like, whoops, oh, you died, you done died. Put in another quarter. Now that is Russian a roulette, uh, romantic the video game. Now that is a romantic comedy, right? It is the D E A R. Hunter. No, that's no, a band. No, and the band is named after the movie that Christopher Walken is in, where he's searching um, for uh, his deer. The problem with Christopher Walken is that he... He it, wants someone to be able to write letters to. It, that's, fe- that's it what the gives everyone is. the idea that they have carte blanche, that everyone has a Christopher Walken, and they're all equally good. Okay, We're, let's hear yours, Kevin. Um, I don't know if we should be doing this kind of thing because it's ridiculous and everyone has done it ever in the world, etc. Christopher Walken. All right, you Jordan. just uh, you just gotta go script. for it. Uh, <laughs> until he's got a thing, I'm gonna keep going with the walking. Here's the thing. Nobody has a Christopher Nolan impression. Oh, that's true. Give me your best Christopher Nolan. Yours is Nolan. becoming more and more um, mafia boss, Kevin, <laughs> as you go. Hey, what's the matter for you with the Christopher Nolan? Um, what's a matter for you? What What's a matter for you to... What topics are you interested to, in? To weigh in on. Let's have a debate. Um, Spaghetti. Yeah, give me your best Christopher Nolan, Tyler. Um, life finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
What? <laughs> why did... Why? <laughs> I think I, instead I wound up doing yep. Christopher Walken does Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Life! Which is also the title of my fan fiction. Finds Christopher Walken does Jeff Goldblum. I, what are you doing? <laughs> um... <laughs> Jordan, did you find a script? No, I gave up. Okay. In his ass. Uh, you know, etc. Well, Christopher Walken is one of those actors who can be compelling and who can be um, creepy and weird, but also really funny while being creepy and weird. Uh, and he's been in other McDonough stuff, too. He was in the Broadway run of um, uh, Behanding in Spokane, uh, which I think George and Rebecca saw. And never told me about. Did you Went guys? Own. It was a date. I was not invited. Uh, Christopher Walken did a voice in Ants. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I remember that. He's like the ant in it. The one he's the, who's the colonel. mean. He's a colonel. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. one. Um, Christopher Nolan, though, he, I think, recently, who's putting out better stuff? Um, what what do you mean? He freaking put out Batman. Like, oh man, he hit a real rough patch with those Batman movies that everybody Yeah, loved when did he put out a bad movie, Tyler? I don't know what you're going for here. I don't know. Christopher Walken is in pre-production for uh, Jersey Boys, the, mo- uh, the movie musical, I'm assuming. Holy crap. Christopher Fangs Nolan. of War and is, uh, Little Kevin Rudy Smith Tootie. directing Jersey Boys? <laughs> it's the sequel to Jersey Girl, right? Jersey Boys. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, holy crap. Christopher Nolan directed uh, Memento. Yeah, you didn't know that? No. He, like, Christopher Nolan is is all of my favorite films. He also directed Mentos. Um, Mentos better than French. Don't drink diet soda while you're watching it. It's going to get everywhere. All right, I think we've explored every angle of this. Boy, argument. we sure did. Uh, I am going to go with Christopher Walken just because I I love him to death. He's one of my favorite actors, and uh, I clearly don't know who Christopher Nolan is or what he sounds like. Jordan, uh, I'll go with Christopher Nolan. Reasoning, he makes good movies. Well, Kevin, you're gonna have to break this tie. I'm breaking it. And I'm gonna say, uh, oh, frick! I was trying to life get a, finds a way. I was trying to muster up another walking impression, and I just couldn't do it. Uh, I just didn't have it in me anymore, guys. Uh, I'm gonna go Christopher Nolan because he's British, and uh, he's also a pitcher that was very good in the Major League Baseball in the 1990s when I was growing up. So thank Chris, you, Christopher Nolan Ryan. <laughs> thank you so much for your question, Jordan. And next time you have to choose between Christopher Nolan or Christopher Walken, go ahead with Christopher Nolan. You're going to be you did. We're going to gurgle gur- gargles. You're going to gargle your gur- 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 uh, I I don't I feel like we, <laughs> I feel like we real ham fisted that question. Yeah, well. Thanks for listening. Uh, our next question comes to us from Eric Anderson, who wants to know name brand versus generic cereals. Go. Name brand. Next question. <laughs> no, I, I I will argue that because name if brand. If you're doesn't... if you're asking which is a better value proposition, maybe this is a discussion. 
No, but which is not... strictly better? Name brand. No, Next question. name brand doesn't taste better. Any better yes, it does. Than the Next question. Cereals. No, that is a lie. That is a lie that the supermarket Illuminati have told you, Jordan. I'm not. Name... I'm not comfortable with you propositioning me. Next <laughs> oh. question. I'm not comfortable with you value propositioning me. No, because one, can you get name brand cereal uh, in like? Five gallon bags. Do I want uh, to? No, the answer is no. <laughs> Next you question. Can't. How are you going to fill a bathtub up with cereal and live out your Patch Adams style final <laughs> wish? Don't want <laughs> yeah, to. Macaroni. Next question. Uh, anyway, um, so advantage generic cereals. Get them in a bag. <laughs> Number two, they taste exactly the same. That is regular cereal. Tyler. Anything, they're less sweet, which, you know, is terrible. No, because it's just cereal. Too sweet a cereal is awful. I don't want to start my morning with a breakfast. Well, I do with a breakfast. I don't want to start it with a dessert. I don't want to have dessert breakfast. That's a load of crap. You know, if you could get away with it, you would crumble up Oreos and dump them in a bowl and pour milk on it. Uh, false. I would only do that with Rice Krispie Treats. Tyler. still make Rice Krispie Treat cereal? Because that was the best. When we were at college, did you get super excited, and by you I mean me, when they had uh, peanut butter, uh, or Reese's, Reese's peanut Puffs. butter cereal, Reese's Puffs, or peanut choco crunch uh, off-brand uh, wafer cereal? I got excited for neither of those because. Let me tell you, it was Reese's too sweet. It's too sweet. It's not for breakfast. It's for dinner. And it's the it's greatest It's actually for dinner. dessert. You get that bowl of Reese's Puffs, and then you dump peanut butter all over it. And uh, ice cream and diabetes. It's so good. Uh, you guys are making some pretty bold claims here. Um, I, unless we're talking about pizza bagels, I don't think there's anything uh, that's Pizza what? <laughs> pizza what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That great run, running joke. Where we Not make a fun joke. of the fact that Tyler... Not a joke. Just, <laughs> just something uh, I have to point out. Hey, Tyler, if if a round uh, baked bread article appeared before your very eyes out of thin air, what what would it be? It would be... If, uh, if Jesus fed the 5,000... <laughs> But instead of using bread and fish, he used round bread with a hole in the middle of it. Well, what would that be? Well, we might be referring to donuts. Um, <laughs> but your most... <laughs> Jesus fed the 5,000 with donuts. That'd be great. Uh, hey, everybody. That was now my you're Homer gonna, Simpson impression. Now you're going to crash in about two hours, and you're going to need me even more. So good luck with your sugar rush. Jordan and I are going to be going to Boston. We need to get some donuts. So, uh, but you're most likely referring to bagels. I, I and what? But what specifically about the the bagels? That they're bagels. What that, are you talking it, about? It would it be a a, a bagel miracle? <laughs> oh my god! It would be a bagel miracle. Ah. <laughs> uh, and if, the more I say it, the more it does sound like a dog treat. If Kevin Spacey from season one of House of Cards performed that bagel miracle, would it be a bagel miracle whip? <laughs> That's real inside. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, 
Anybody? How's it going? Alright, everybody. Season I two. Enjoy, I enjoyed that. Season two was great. There's I have some not weird seen stuff happening in it. Because um, I'll tell you, I um, I got stuck on season one. I said, I can't beat the final boss. I know, you've got to. Which you've got the, to. The first episode of season two it, is the so. best. She's right. the, the rib guy. I, I uh, the I'm final busy boss. with season three of Bob's Burgers, so. Oh, Bob's Burgers is so Bob's good Burgers too. is the finest show on television, on broadcast television, at least. Welcome to Ninjas vs. Podcast, a podcast where we talk about our favorite TV shows. Game yeah, that was the question. It was, it was your favorite TV shows versus your favorite Tyler Crumrine speech impediments, right? It's not an impediment. It's just how I say things. It's not that I'm like, my tongue's getting in the way. That's Im- just the word impediment? how I know it. Um. Anyway, uh, generic cereals. Um. They taste yeah. just as good, and they have more exciting names and mascots, like nope. kangaroo-o's, or um, uh, rice pop popper pops, or... <laughs> um, or malt-o-meal. Uh, oh, that sounds lit- delicious. Or, <laughs> or it sounds like uh, it's some of, type of horse it's, additive. It's, or, made of, it's made of caramelized Old English. Or lint stones, <laughs> uh, fruity... <laughs> Peggles. Look, generic cereal doesn't have any commercials, and the commercials are the best part of the freaking cereal. Commercials? Yeah. Like on the back of the box? Hard Stars. Are they no, selling that advertising to other people? No, Hard Stars and Horseshoes, Clovers and Blue Moons, Pots of Golden Rainbows and the Red Balloons. That's my lucky charms. They're magically delicious. The only reason you want to eat the cereal is because you saw the TV commercial. I do not want a cereal that is going to put me in the existential crisis that evidently um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch invites from anyone who looks at it or tries to eat it. I don't want to know how they crammed all that cinnamon flavor into those little squares. Here, do you want want me to just frickin' read you off some generic cereal brand names? Honey Nut Scooters! Fruit Kickers! Great value fruit spins. Frosted <laughs> mini spooners. Crownfield frosted flakes with a giant inbred bear on them. Tutti fruities. Uh, Coco Loco. Okay, I haven't eaten that. I've eaten most of the other ones you've said before. Puffitos. Oh, those are Puff Daddy cereal. Or that Chris- is a name brand. Your favorite hexagon, your favorite geometry cereal, crispy hexagons. <laughs> Apple Ricks, Crunchios. Wait, Apple Ricks? Yep, like, like the Apple dude's Jacks. name. Yep, Corn Bursts. <laughs> hey, that sounds it's, like it's your, that sounds like something you need to change your diet if you're if you're going to the bathroom and getting corn bursts. Oh, did your whiskey blenders. still? <laughs> did your whiskey still explode downstairs? You might have some corn bursts. Marshmallow mateys. <laughs> and this is why generic <laughs> are the best <laughs> Fru- fruity fruity nuggets <laughs> uh, well, and then it's just like it just breaks down it's not even creative it's just like well, what's in the freaking cereal uh what's ma- in the box mar- here here's another one marshmallows and stars that's a cereal name, because all it has in it is marshmallows and stars. Did you get Chalk Block. Dino Bites? Do, do you want Chalk Dino Block? Bite. Dino Bite. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, gosh. Dino Tre- Bite. Oh, Treasure Puffs. 
My favorite, Mom. Honeygram squares. <laughs> Where are you guys finding these? Apple dapples. Coco ruse. I think you're just making them up. At nope, this point. these are all real. That's the best part. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, refined chapios. All right, that one's that one's not real. I wish that was real, but then we need to take a vote on this. Zucaritas. Ooh, now we're getting Uh, name brand. Next question. Uh, Kevin, what do you vote for? Name brand, because I don't want botulism. (laughs) I'm going with generic, but um, I guess uh, next time you get a chance, Eric Anderson, uh, go ahead and pick name brand cereal. Go get some puffed wheat. Eric, also, go ahead and check out Eric and his money. wife Lindsay's podcast, Fun Bustin', which is fun. And sometimes, you know, if you don't listen to it, they'll bust your kneecaps. I think that's what the title means. Uh, Eric, you work hard for your money. Go sp- and you work hard so that you can buy good things. And name brand cereal is a good thing. So, Yeah, I guess. Our next question comes to us from Eric Taribio. Thank you so much, Eric, who wants to know, and... The word versus ampersand. Go. Which is better, an and or an ampersand? Amper, ampersand, amp, ampus, ampus, ampersand. Uh, oh, I'm so, I'm so amp, I'm so ampersanded <laughs> about this. Circus. So you got really excited to um, just sand your feet down. Yep. Like get those, get those calluses off there. Uh, Guys, I gotta go out and buy me some circus balls cereal. <laughs> Whoops. Didn't put that one through a focus group. Well, ampersands have brought us such great things as Ben and Jerry's. Holland Tom Oats. and Jerry's. Holland Oats. <laughs> uh, is that, uh, that is my favorite generic cereal, though. Holland Oats. Um... Lots of other brands that have ampersands in them. I don't Star, know. I'm uh, going to find a bunch. Starsky and Hutch. Starsky and Hutch. A lot of these things. Ben you and know, Jerry. Without the ampersand, you wouldn't. I said that already. And Tom and Jerry. Um. Oh, Hitler and Mussolini. Oh, they, yeah. They demanded that's, that's... to be referred exclusively with an ampersand. Everyone's favorite rom-com. Yeah. Will they, won't they? <laughs> Will they, won't they? Take over all of Europe. Stalin and Balin, the uh, Russian TV <laughs> show about Joseph Stalin taking over a basketball team. <laughs> oh, he named him say he renamed himself Man of Steel so he could be iron on the court. <laughs> Frick! Oh my gosh! I oh Stalin and Balin were two of the original dwarves from the Hobbit. Oh, uh, right? that's true. Yeah, that and is Stalin true. was <laughs> Stalin was always like. Why can't we just ship Smog off to the Gulag and make him subject him to forced labor? He was also um, constantly delaying the party. That's why they kicked him out and brought in Bilbo. <laughs> and he, he was, was actually the he burglar. He was continually earlier. trying to convince uh, convince the other dwarves to just kill Thorin. Uh, he was also up. constantly trying to convert the other dwarves. He was um, like, "Look, guys, asking I th- them if they had accepted Gandalf into their life as their personal savior." <laughs> I got this great five-year plan of how to get all of our gold back. First... We're gonna, we're gonna take over this barren wasteland, turn it into Se- farmland. If you die, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's for the greater good. Second, but um, need... that is something else that uh, ampersand has brought us: bear and wasteland. 
You know, uh, it's like peanut butter and jelly. Second, we need nuclear superiority over smog. And we need it oh. now. That would be a great ending to the trilogy. What if they... <laughs> they just nuke what? the mountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, uh, come on. Let's let's go the Transformers route. Let's just blow that thing up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's... It's, uh, what's his name? Who's the guy who does The Hobbit? Ridley Scott? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. G.R. Martin, just in a room going like, come on. Come on. Come on. What if they nuke the mountain? All the gold turns into liquid gold, turns into a river, and then it turns, and then that river turns into a ring, and then the ring becomes the ring of power, and then Saruman takes it, and then everybody's trying to get the ring back. Peter Jackson. Of Peter Jackson games. Peter Johnson. Yeah, if they just went uh, Michael accounting. Bay on it, um, I'd, I'd, I'd watch The Hobbit if, uh, if Michael Bay was the one producing it. Uh, speaking of, have you seen the new TMNT trailer? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> nope. No. They have really weird noses. Moving on. Um, You're thinking of Romans. Uh, they were constantly moving on. Or Romans uh, have weird noses. They had weird noses. They had very, very... Is that racist? Very high-bridged a, noses. Is that a stereotype? I think so. Do we have any Roman listeners? Oh, well, shoot. it depends I'm on sorry, if they guys. listen to this while they're walking around. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is it Roman or Roma? Uh, Tony Roma. Well, Roma would be the, the correct word, right? Tony. For, um, for gypsies. What, what are we even talking... What was the question? Oh, and ands versus ampersands. Ands are pretty boring. Ampersands are pretty great. They're no, also pretty. You know, here's the thing. Though, ampersand but... is the uh, 27th letter of the alphabet. Yeah, that's, and if you're it, using that's how the it gets its name, uh, you would go through the whole ep- uh, alphabet, and then when you got to, you go X, Y, Z, and per se, and and ampersand is just a smashing of that phrase together. No, you're oh. you're thinking of the 27th letter of the alphabet is Puerto Rico. Oh yeah, that's true. But they don't um, have alphabet voting rights, so you know. But if somebody just uses an ampersand, like in in an email or a running text, I'm just like you, you douchebag. Like just use the word and like everybody else. Uh, but if it's one of them tweetos, you're saving two characters <laughs> if you throw that ampersand in there instead of using the well, old Andy and. You know what? Ninjas versus podcast will never tweet an ampersand ever. Are you sure about I, that? Kevin? I pledge that to every one of you. We'll never do what? We'll never use an ampersand. Why not? Because we're too good. <laughs> what are, what are ampersands? Too, we're too dang professional. What are ampersands used for in Twitters? Uh, not writing um, out the word and. Yeah, you said oh. two characters. You nailed it. See, Scouting, I, I was it's like you use hashtag, and that that's a thing. I, I was under the, or at, the at symbol is used to, as a. Demarcator. I thought the and symbol does something. I guess it does. Yeah, the the ampersand um, ties all of your tweets together. So it's just one long running text about how you ate grilled cheese for lunch and put a fried egg on top of it. Does it it really? Yeah. Why don't you send me those texts anymore, Kevin? I got to tell you, uh, I stopped eating grilled cheese. Whoa. Congratulations. Thank you. It's five days sober, baby. (laughs) All right. We need. Codename, grilled cheese. <laughs> All right, we need to take it's, a vote on this. <laughs> I'm going with ampersand. It's Kevin? A, it's a liquid-equipped walking dairy machine. Um, 
I'm going with and because ampersand has and in its name. <laughs> um, I am gonna also go with sand in its. I'm gonna go with ampersand. It's everywhere. I'm gonna go with ampersand because it has amp in it, and I love me some Mountain Dew branded energy drinks. So. Thank you so much for your question, Eric. And next time you have to choose between and or ampersand, go ahead with that ampersand. You're going to be super amped that you did. Uh, And thank you all for joining us on another episode of Ninjas vs. Podcast. If you want to email us questions, you can get a hold of us at ninjas vs. Podcast. That's versus VS, no period, at gmail.com. Uh, we're more than happy to take your questions there. We also have a Facebook group uh, page thing, uh, Ninjas vs. Podcast on Facebook, where you can post questions there. And also we just post funny stuff uh, as we find it around online or um, little reminders about when we're going to be recording and things like that. Uh, so check out there. You can also hit us up on Twitter. You can tweet at Ninjas vs. Podcast or tweet with the NVP hashtag to be eligible for the Tweet of the Week. Jordan, do we have a Tweet of the Week? Well, considering we're recording this two days after our last Tweet of the Week, uh, all I have to work with are... Uh, are you looking at top or are you looking at oh, all? Oh, I'm looking at all. When you search. And I okay. have nothing to work with but Dutch uh, tweets. Dutch tweets, is that when you like um, hold your head under the bed covers uh, and you tweet? Yeah, sure. Kevin, do we have a new follower since the uh, last time we recorded? You know, we don't. So I'm just gonna pick one of our actual followers who knows who we are, and I'm gonna give you a little, give you a little shout out, give you a little, little. Uh... All right, here we go. Actually, I don't know who this person is, uh, but <laughs> we're just assuming that they actually know us. We are all, we are followed by at Lemming Lime. This is the Twitter account for the film Lemming Lime is Dead, exploring the passing of a renaissance man, Lemming Lime, and the sorrow and hope left in his wake. (laughs) Which, of course, is our good friend from college, uh, Lemming Lime. Uh, Uh, Also, I'd just like to apologize really quickly. I sobered up about halfway through this episode, but I was still bad. So (laughs) what Tyler's going to do is just take all of my dialogue and replace it with um, Richard Nixon's half of the 1964 election debate uh, that was televised. And uh, so you're going to hear a lot about uh, tariff reform. I think that a strong export is just as important as standing up to the Reds in Cuba. <laughs> so, uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, can't thank you enough. Uh, it is it is a ton of fun to record these, and I hope you have fun too. If you enjoy the show, why don't you head over to iTunes? Um, leave us a rating and review. That's super helpful. It always helps us. Uh, uh get new listeners kevin uh, is wearing his headphones similar to uh jordy and <laughs> star not, trek not jordan yeah uh jordy or LaForge. maybe cyclops you may do that too i can do that yeah <laughs> i'm wearing earbuds so ah, ha, ha, you're the worst so now they can't see me in this I audio now podcast. I, can see you. I hope you're taking a screenshot uh, I, I don't know how to do that on a Mac yet. Uh, mm. You know, if you had a PC, there's a button dedicated to that. 
Boom, just did it. Kevin Gall, open capture. Smile. Yeah, suck on that, everybody. <laughs> um, Let me just turn that camera off. You guys turn <laughs> to see me. <laughs> this is bullcrap. All right, fine. I'm just taking a picture of me. Screw you guys. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right. Look at that. Um, How about them apples? So leave us a rating or a review. Um, I don't know what else to say. Uh, but. Put that in the freaking <laughs> yeah, episode. <P-U-T-T. laughs> uh, so our final question. Oh, thanks to Animal Tropical for our intro 20 miles and to uh, Sparrows and Crows for our outro Ultraviolet Bliss. I think I've forgotten to say that for a while. Uh, and our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme, ninjas versus Cyclops. Go. The X-Man? Um, oh, the mythical creature, I think. Uh, oh, Kevin just took another photo. Yeah. I can hear that. <laughs> Got some good stuff, guys. Um, <laughs> Kevin? I, you know, I got I to gotta go with ninjas because they could be cyclops i don't know you can't oh, see under yeah. that ninja mask that's true they cover up their eyes yeah so that no oh, wait i think that, i think that's the only part that they don't cover up shoot never mind <laughs> i withdraw <laughs> that jordan uh no nah, there's blind ninjas i'm pretty sure uh the rizzo oh, blint the rizzo Blinges. the rizzo played one in gi joe retaliation or whatever the second gi joe movie was and every line he said was absolutely hysterical. G.I. <laughs> Joe 2, G.I. Joe Harder. Um, and I am going to go ahead and go with ninjas, because Cyclops are like... Butts. Everybody has one. They're, yeah, they're like butts. Everybody has a Cyclops at home. Um, that causes a little bit of trouble. No, they're, I, they've got one eye, and it's big, and it's, like, it's essentially a target for kunai. So... <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. As ever, I'm Tyler. I'm not Tyler. I'm also not Tyler. And until next time... That probably wasn't our best episode. Oh boy, that was a real stinker, guys. I loved it. That was not good. I had a blast, and I think the listener did Uh, too. Good luck editing that one. Yeah, just put a little apology where we dance out in the no, sun. put that one out. Press they, they demanded. We're gonna bounce episode. and shake our bodies. You look pretty fly. Time for like all the fun. For a white guy with head. What? What do you mean? What am I saying? Why am I saying what? What way? Let the grass scratch up our legs. I will forget it. Whiskey! No, it was the sequel. That's why it's called Ratatouille. Ah, whoa, you're not.